hours in that time and you know that does cut into that time that cuts into you know watching you know NBA finals you know oh Jesus don't say that man yeah (laughs) if you if you really want it bad and you're not you know you don't have it yet right right part of it in my book you know my book is like okay well what do I value more? Do I value more rooting for someone else? More rooting for myself. You know, I can go out and cheer on my friends, or you know, I can go out and cheer on my coworkers. Why don't I do it for myself? Cheer myself on. short for inspire to inspire podcast that's all about having open honest real relevant conversations about life and faith my name is jordan and as always i'm glad to have you rocking with me on this journey i am glad to say i'm fresh off of an awesome conference at my church and an awesome awesome vacation that was definitely necessary glory to god anyway reflecting but uh in this episode, I get a chance to have a conversation with one of the people who inspired, uh, more so convicted, the mess out of me to get this podcast party started. Me, Hamilton Perkins, creator of HPC, which is short for, surprise, the Hamilton Perkins Collection. Uh, but it's one of the most innovative and successful up-and-coming clothing and accessory lines out right now. Trust me when I tell y'all one he's got one of the most inspiring and motivating stories you will hear and two he's the straightest shooter that i know like there's not a metaphor in this dude it's not a cliche Um, and i appreciated it on the morning of this interview because he kept it short and sweet and i was dead tired uh yeah anyway like i said not much metaphor explanation in this dude he gets straight to the point which is what I'm about to do because I'm excited for y'all to hear what he's got to say. So I'm not waiting any longer. Good people, let's get eye to eye with Hamilton Perkins and HPC. Hope it blesses y'all. Praying you enjoy it. Let's go, folks. What's going on? I do I. How are we doing? Uh, bright and early on a Saturday morning after a church conference. I can tell you right now I'm excessively tired, but this was definitely worth it. I finally get an opportunity to talk to a good friend of mine and the person who really kind of kicked my butt and got me back into gear. Uh, it's Hamilton Perkins. Hamilton, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on, Jordan. Appreciate it. Hey, not a problem, man. Like I said, this is an honor and a pleasure. Um, I will let him explain him in just a second. But um, we uh, we had a conversation, had to been a good three, four months ago, uh, that just convicted the mess out of me and just 
it, uh, it let me know that what I was doing, it was, it was okay, but it was not enough. And, um, you know, I, for one, before we get started, I just want to say thank you, man. Um, I appreciate A, the friendship, and then B, just the ability to continue to be open and honest, man, and just be real, because that's really what it's all about. Um, and just really appreciate you and everything that you're doing for the community and, and just the innovation and just the creativity and just, you know, stuff that people I really think aren't thinking about. Uh, but, you know, I'm not in sales. Uh, people might be doing that. I don't know. Uh, nonetheless, yeah, just uh, first off, just tell us a little bit about yourself, man. What's, yeah, who are you? Thank you for the opportunity. Um, it means a lot. My, my name is Hamilton Perkins. I'm the founder of Hamilton Perkins Collection. Uh, we make award-winning bags from recycled materials. Um, some of the items are made with water bottles, billboards, conference vinyl, event banners, uh, pineapple leaf fiber, um, we basically have been featured in Forbes, Fast Company, Money Magazine, Washington Post. Uh, some customers include Hewlett Packard, Dow Chemical, Nordstrom, TJ Maxx, uh, Barnes and Noble Booksellers. Our bags are sold in about 150 stores around the world. We have a small team of three. Um, you know, we basically started online. We started with Kickstarter uh, three years ago. We had a $10,000 goal. We hit the goal in six days. Uh, we shipped about 25K in crowdfunding revenue from the crowdfunding campaign. Um, we spent about one year with uh, manufacturing, sourcing, supply chain, uh, startup, really just building it out for the first time. And then we spent a second year really working with retail stores, so knocking on doors. Um, going to trade shows, we went to maybe like 15-ish trade shows over, you know, about a 15-month span, and um, that was kind of our second year, was just kind of blending manufacturing with sales, and now we're in our uh, third year, so kind of focusing on our own store, um, you know, had a lot of learnings, we figured out, uh, you know, definitely there's a big opportunity for our brand and investing in our brand, so... Um, today we're in our 4,000 square foot pop-up store in the MacArthur Center, um, our hometown. You know, we have uh, anywhere from you know, 200 to 250 pieces on the floor at any time. Styles, uh, backpacks, duffels, purses, wallets. Uh, we do events. We basically, you know, three to six events a, a week. Um, here in the store we also do events out of the store um you can check us out on instagram at, Am at hamilton perkins and uh yeah that's yeah. that's what we got going on so what you're saying is you're busy uh, but productive at the same time and so that's uh yeah that's definitely awesome man um i wanted to go ahead and uh talk about your come-ups you know um we'd had a conversation uh, like I said, not too long ago, and never really had your backstory. For those of y'all who don't know, which is pretty much everybody right now, um, Hamilton and I used to do a lot of rocking together with the Urban League uh, Young Professionals. I was on their executive, executive board, and uh, he was a young up-and-comer um, and came in. Treasurer. And, yeah, treasurer. He came in, um, rock shop, and the, the first thing I noticed, because, you know, this is what we do as fashion, is that this man was always dressed to the nines. <laughs> yeah, brother. And so, you know, it's just, uh, I wouldn't say like attracts like, but uh, at the same time, you know, I, I asked him, you know, where'd you get this? Where'd you get that? And 
I got an answer I wasn't expecting. Um, you were you were m making your own stuff and wearing it, and, and this, this is not true, sir. This is a fact. <laughs> this is a fact. Yeah. So uh, right then and there, I knew I was like, this kid has something special on him, man. Um, and just then, uh, you know, not knowing everything that he had come from, uh, not knowing exactly what got him to where he was, uh, I was really curious. And so, you know, I just decided to pick his brain. And uh, why don't you go ahead and tell. Uh, Give us a little bit of your upbringing. Uh, let's start uh, the the college days. Uh, tell yeah, us, because uh, sure. I know there's a little bit of inspiration in that as well. Yeah, so my background, I've always been really interested in design, architecture, culture. I uh, worked retail five years throughout college. Um, had an eBay store back then. Was taking shoes, uh, selling them online. Uh, I'd go to New York, buy clothing, sell them online. Um, Worked seven years in banking and investment management after uh, leaving college and working in retail. Uh, kind of spent my time, you know, still nights and weekends, like kind of learning uh, how to make product and how to like work with clients. So I used to make bags like just for uh, like private clients or small men's stores, but you know, really just getting the you know, idea out there that I could make product and like I could sell it. Um, spent some time in, uh, you know, banking, basically was working uh, full time. Decided to go back and get my MBA. Um, I got sponsored for that, was able to, you know, kind of go through two global immersions through the program, was able to learn uh, a lot about uh, corporate America from under the hood because we had so many classmates that had, uh, you know, these, you know, executive positions at, uh, you know, sort of like, you know, the, you know, top companies. So that was a great experience that kind of led to me having, um, you know, kind of like our, a very early customer set to like try things with and just like get feedback and just like iterate on designs with, um, and eventually, you know, just kind of moving forward you know, got to that point of the Kickstarter where, you know, it really forced us to really think about how we can uh, position the product and like how to sell it, how to market it, what type of fulfillment options there would be, and basically put a timeline on it because the minute you start a crowdfunding campaign or a Kickstarter campaign, you're going to have that clock, the timer is going to start ticking and, you know, you have to really make a you have to make something happen, and it's, and it's very public, so it kind of forces you to yeah, you know, exactly. to do something. So yeah. I don't want to cut you off, but I I, I also don't want to sell you short. Please, um, you you said you went and, and went back to school and, and got your MBA, but explain exactly how you ended up going back to school and getting your MBA. Yeah, I mean, for me, I was always interested in like getting a bird's eye view of the economy. Um, I felt like banking or wealth management, these type of industries would allow me to see a lot of different things very quickly so I kind of bounced around uh, the firm and different lines of business I was able to you know get uh, kind of like these pockets of knowledge here uh, in one uh, business unit and I go to another business unit for a year and one day I had a gentleman that came and like did what was like a side-by-side -side with me and you know he just kind of sat down and was telling me about the program uh, the MBA program and you know how he had just completed it and how it kind of helped him and got him uh you know pretty much uh you know just like new opportunities that he didn't have before so i just looked into it um, essentially i had to go like 
three levels up to uh, get approval. Um, you know, I've always been, you know, pretty, uh, you know, just like relationship oriented, you know, just like coffee, you know, going out, just try to, you know, network as best as I could. And, uh, you know, it came in handy. Fortunately, I was able to make a relationship with, um, you know, a couple decision makers. I wrote a you know, what was like a 30 page business plan. There you go. That's uh, way describing the ROI and the IRR and, you know, all of these metrics that I felt would, you know, kind of like push the business forward. And, uh, you know, I was a little bit of luck, you know, too, and, you know, was able to just make something happen. So, got, uh, we got, you know, I basically got to an agreement. So I could be out of the office, I could go to school, I could still work full time, still get a paycheck. And, you know, at the same time, I was making my bags. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And you were funded to go back to school. That's right. Which is not something that many people can say. Um, which means that whatever you gave to your boss and your boss's boss and your boss's boss's boss had to have been something that really caught their eye. They were willing to do that and let you get an education in, 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 in turn. Um, and to be right, you, I think you said um, all they asked for in return was like two years when you finished up. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So kind of one of those, you know, traditional corporate, uh, you know, apparently this is like a thing a lot of companies have. So, you know, you can always check with employer and see what they have. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's uh, I think about it was just under 50 percent of the class was doing something similar, which really also kind of being in that environment kind of kicked me into gear. You know, there's a certain GPA you had to keep There's certain like, you know, just general reporting you had to do. So it just kind of helped like being uh, around kind of like like-minded people kind of pushes you you know kind of makes you do what you got to do okay cool man um now you know this is otherwise inspired to inspire uh, a little bit more of a faith-based uh, faith-based podcast uh, can you tell me um what uh if anything faith-wise or just anything in that realm positioned you uh, to be in, as inspired as you are because this this is a big deal for just one person to do and and also you know um if it's cool with you uh kind of walk through the seedbed stage um I remember we had that conversation about um you getting started in college and um dealing with uh, your mom um and then just you know coming back from Situations where you, I, I don't, I don't know how you felt, but just kind of walk me through the process. Was it? Did it feel like defeat? Did it feel like it was just your world got taken away? Just what? What was that all about? Yeah. So I mean, I've always been really faithful, and did, you know, I have to have faith to kind of operate on a daily basis. Like most of the things that are relatively, you know, I mean, I think without faith, there's just no way for it to even work. You know, just being honest. Um, so that that's something that's always been in my life. Um, and I guess going back to college, like, yeah, I mean, I was basically raised, my mother raised me for the most part, between my mother and my grandmother. Um, I went away to college at 17. My mother passed away at 18. I came back to school, or I, I went to, I went away to school, and I came back to school here in the area, and basically was kind of restarting over, you know, like, brand new slate, basically, but, um, you know, I, I think life is ups and downs and you learn more from the downs than you probably will learn from the ups and mm-hmm. like my experience I feel like you know you're going to learn when it gets challenging like you learn when you get a no more so than when you get a yes in my you yeah. know, book like okay. you know I thought I would go on and 
maybe be an agent in the NBA or something, or like maybe be a, you know, actually be an athlete would have been nice, but you know, at the end of the day, that wasn't really my path. Um, you know, you're able to learn though from maybe where you go in one direction, maybe you don't finish that direction or you don't go the full distance, but that gives you what you need to start in a different direction. Mm-hmm. So that would be, that's been my experience. Okay, cool. So yeah, you were able to shift gears. Um, and then I know uh, you said, uh, I think in our conversation previously, uh, and I know you, you may mention of it before, but you kind of came to a fork in the road. You had a decision to make. Um, either you were going to uh, continue on in, in, in the world of finance or, you know, you had assessed, I think, a, a general amount, I think about 40K, I think, um, in gross. And, you know, it was either this or that, like either that or you were going to be all in doing HPC. So. What uh? What were your major factors in, in considering? What, was it a, a leap of faith? Was it a you know? Did you do cost analysis? Because I know that's how your brain works, and mine doesn't. A little, um. bit, of, <laughs> a little bit of both. I mean, I think you have to really have a lot of faith in what you want to do and what you're trying to accomplish. Um, you basically, my whole life has been fairly pointing to this direction. You okay. know, whether if you look back into my you know, my middle school days when I had a locker decoration business and I used to sell <laughs> magazine advertisements to classmates. Wow. You know, I sold candy to classmates. I sold, uh, you know, I was cutting lawns in the summer. I was raking leaves in the fall. I was shoveling snow in the winters. I mean, I was, you know, making, uh, I mean, a little bit of every kind of like entrepreneurial thing that I could do, car washes. I was doing it, so like my whole life's been kind of pointing to this direction of like kind of chaos and excitement, <laughs> and, you know, extreme lows, extreme highs, and you know, sometimes you just again, you the I think it just comes to you whether it's faith or the clouds just kind of open up and you just can see it, you know, you just it's just there. It's like this is the choice you need to make to to better your. Uh, to better your future and sometimes it's a pivotal one sometimes it's more of a you know it's just like a daily thing that you just have to get up maybe you need to get up an hour earlier maybe you need to go to bed an hour earlier um, maybe you need to get up and start creating content maybe you need to start making new products maybe you need to start knocking on doors maybe you need to start hosting events like it's you know there's all these like micro moments but you yeah know, they're all kind of leading up to like, the bigger vision. Yeah, yeah. And now that's uh, that's kind of where we get the zip pow. And um, the conversation that we had that just really beat the crap out of me. Uh, you said something. And it was really simple, yet extremely profound. And I think it was just the way that you said it. Because it was something I kind of knew. But then it just became a supreme affirmation, basically. Um, you were saying that when you were still in the finance industry and you started doing this, um, I mean, you put it really, really simple. You said when you were doing that, you had a nine to five, you came home, and then what did you have? I had seven to two. Jesus. <laughs> I, would, I would go to work, do my job, I'd do what I could on breaks, but when I got off, that was my time, and I would spend time networking, creating relationships with journalists, working to get source sources, uh, looking for, you know, website contacts, trying to build out our marketing stack, like all the practical things that you would need to do before you would technically make a jump. So 
excuse me, I feel like, uh, you know, that's really the great kind of gap, I feel like. It's like, what are you going to do with the time that you have? You've got a set amount. We all have the same amount of time. You know, it's kind of like we we don't think about it. Like, I think about, like, all the time that I would spend, you know, just, like, with leisure, basically. <laughs> like, yeah. you yeah. know, what could I accomplish in that time? And, you know, that does cut into that time. That cuts into, you know, watching, you know, NBA Finals, you know. Oh, Jesus, don't say that, man. Yeah, <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> if, you, if you really want it bad and you're not, and you, not and you don't have it yet, right, that's right. part of it in my book. You know, my book is, like, okay, well, what do I value more? Do I value more rooting for someone else? More rooting for myself. You know, I can go out and cheer on my friends or, you know, I can go out and cheer on my coworkers. Why don't I do it for myself? Cheer myself on. Why don't I, you know, email 25 people this evening? You know, um, wow. yeah. ask, go talk to some, go stand in a store and talk to the customers walking in there and see if they would buy something from me, you know, or see if they have any advice on how to get them to buy something from me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just like actions have to kind of speak louder than words, and you know, it's that's what a lot of people aren't really willing to do, in my opinion. Wow, yeah, man, that uh, yeah, that pretty much sums it up. I mean, I gotta be honest, um, that kind of perspective, I guess I've never really been uh, business minded, but I've always been inspired to inspire. Like, my thing is, uh, there's always eight million stories to tell, you know, and one person's story is all you need to propel you. Um, and, you know, I, I want to encourage you guys out why because it, it, as cool and calm and, and, and collected as this man always is, I'm not going to say seems, just is, um, you know, there has to be an undertone of, uh, like my pastor always says, you ever seen, you know, ducks when they're on water? Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, it's just like uh, on the surface, it's like it's just real smooth. But underneath, yeah, those webs are just, that's, I think he's more like a speedboat. Uh, you know, it's just like real smooth on the surface, but you know, those propellers are going 8 million miles an hour. And you know, I just, um, hey, thank you again, man, for just uh, telling me this. Now, uh, if if someone is, is kind of in your boat in your same position, what what's the, not the best advice, like, give me the realest advice that you could offer them uh, from two perspectives. One, from that same grand hustle standpoint you're talking about, and then also really just from a uh, the faith standpoint, like, what is it uh, that would you think would inspire them the most? Like, what is it you tapped into, ultimately? Uh, I would say, I mean, for myself, like, you know, giving advice is always tricky because one piece of advice for someone right. isn't going to always translate into something. So the advice that I gave myself was, I think the big piece was like really just making sure that I do the things that it takes, you know, and just like not being like delusional about that or like, you know, not being focused about that, just really being really honest about that. Like, what does it really take? You know, the things that you don't want to do, most of the things you don't want to do, that's probably what it's going to take to get you where you need to be. So that's number one. And number two, faith, I would say definitely use it. You know, you have to find that thing for you like I mean for myself you know I definitely pray for everything that I have so that's what at the end of the day it takes um you know that's one thing you you kind of it's personal but you have to kind of find out what's going to make uh you know what do you believe that's good man that's good and the last piece just so you know he's not a super robot um 
actually it's kind of funny because of the story you told involving uh, how you got a percentage of sales from this certain individual or part of these individuals. Uh, so talk about your family. Talk about your wife. Talk about your kid, man. Well, I don't talk a lot about my family and wife Understood. and kids. But, yeah. um, you know, I pretty much am. I'm married. I'm a family man. I have a child. And, you know, they're a big part of my life and big inspiration. And, you know, I'd say even my, my mother was probably, like, my biggest inspiration in life overall. Just, like, you know, seeing what she went through and, you know, being a parent now. It's like I see, you know, what that's like. But, um, you know, it's... Uh, know work life balance you know that's what we've got here is like it's like all in in one and you know when it's time to shut it up shut it down you shut down the the work part and you know sometimes when it's time to shut down that you've got to focus on the work part too so it's uh it's balance yeah yeah that's understood man I I uh, I appreciate that. I was just uh, I just was chuckling because I just remember you said that your son was actually responsible for forty percent of sales. In yeah, sales yeah. <laughs> yeah. My son and my wife they they're big big time sales. I'm just kind of I'm in the background. So yeah, and I think he's what maybe one. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's one. Yeah, so he's a, he's a businessman, way ahead of his time. I guess that's the best way to put it. But. Uh, no, nah, I'm just I'm just messing. But no, nah, that's uh that's awesome, man. So I mean, it's uh like I said, it's, it's awesome to see you out here trying to do something positive, uh, with positive materials, literally and figuratively, uh, for the community, uh, for yourself, for your family, um, and just the inspiration that led you to all this. Like I'm just sitting around here looking at this place, just in awe. You know. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's it's, it's crazy, brother. But yeah, hey, thank you, man, once again. Um, I definitely do appreciate it. I thank you again for the inspiration. And uh, if nothing else, I just I look forward to seeing everything else you're about to do, man. Sounds good. Talk soon. All right, brother. Thank you. seven to two seven to two like for real and, and the funny thing is now that's like game set match of my life like not 2 a.m but still that's that's definitely a part of, of my my everyday um you know the folks in church used to always say stuff like if you take one step god will take two baby you know i know nowadays the only thing i really hear him saying probably sounds something like lord it was wrong with these children and you know it's, it's justifiably so sometimes too because these kids are cray um, but um enough of my really horrible attempt at trying to sound like an old person um you know this this statement man he made you know i feel like it gave it gave me that old time perspective with, with some very fresh eyes you know i think we spend too much time waiting on god uh to show up with little to no walking toward him you know, if, if faith without works truly is dead, then many of us are perfecting the creation of our own caskets. I mean, at least concerning our dreams, our call and our purpose, if nothing else. You know, and I need and appreciate straight shooters like Hamilton in my world. And I pray that you find your version, too, because if not, well, I mean, I say it this way. You know, they say that some folks have tendencies to put themselves in grave situations and um, you know they're called grave situations to me because they kill chances and whether you like that or not you know 
some of the best inspiration uh, comes from the proverbial slap in the face. So, in love, I say to some of y'all listening today, get it together. Yep. Also, because I need to show love to my boy, and because he has some very dope stuff, uh, if you're in the 7-5, Hamilton currently has a pop-up shop in the MacArthur Center in downtown Norfolk, so please go check it out, go scope it, boys' bags are amazing. Uh, you can also find him online at HamiltonPerkins.com, on FB, uh, Hamilton Perkins Collection, and on Insta, at Hamilton Perkins. Uh, so, you know, it was just the realest honor having him up here, hoping to have him up here again sometime soon. Um, and with what he's accomplished, I have no doubt he's about to do something major uh, to my wallet. SMH. Not nah, jokes, but seriously, he's definitely pioneering something, and I am glad to support it. Hamilton, you are a champion, sir. Salute. And people, tune in for another dope episode of Eye to Eye, hopefully next week. And just remember to be inspired to inspire, because that's what the inspired one does. Be blessed. Be peace. Brown out. Thanks again for listening to the latest and greatest episode of Eye to Eye. Please don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Inspired One Enterprises, on Instagram, at the Inspired One, and the I in the middle is the number one. And of course, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Leave those five stars and a generous review because you love us and want us to be great as we do you. Thank you once again for rocking with us. And remember to be inspired to inspire because that's what the inspired one does. Thank you. I just sound like professional enough, y'all. Like the end of the regular joints with all the cute little white girls and stuff. Nah, whatever. Just love you. Peace.